Thank you for tuning in to this week's message. For more information on Praise Chapel Christian Fellowship and how to get connected, follow us on Instagram at CF. We hope you enjoy today's message. I understand that you guys have been uh, doing a series uh, on vision. Amen. And uh, that's really, really important because the Bible tells us that without that, without vision, the people perish or they cast off restraint. And that's not a, not a good thing at all. And one of the greatest catalysts for vision and success in the kingdom of God, amen, is to see ourselves the way that God does. To fully understand the love of God and the love that He has toward us because sometimes we can forget. We can go through trials, things can happen in our lives, amen, and we can almost feel as though He's left us behind or, or forgotten us. Hallelujah. But the Word of God declares that He's always with us. He never leaves us, nor does He ever forsake us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So we're gonna, I'm going to talk a little bit, amen, this morning on the love of God and just seeing ourselves, being able to see ourselves the way He does. Because, you know, you can sit in a church just like this with a lot of people, and guess what? You can still be lonely. You can still feel lonely. Because in this life that we live in, we're not exempt from things that happen to everyone else in the world because we live in a fallen world, right? Let's just pray real quick. Father, we come before you right now and give you all of the glory. We're grateful for the worship team who has ushered us in through the veil into the holiest of holies. And we know, God, that you are here in our midst. You are present. And Lord, we love you today. And Father, we pray that every heart be an open door. And Father, you know everything about each and every one of us, not only as a church body and family, but as individuals. So Lord, we pray, God, that your Holy Spirit continue to minister to us, continue to speak to us this morning, and we'll give you the glory and the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's give the Lord a praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, you know, it goes without saying, from the very beginning and all through creation, amen, all through the ages, there is no greater power than the love of God. How many of you agree with me? In fact, there's a song that we sing a lot, and it's called The Power of His Love. And there's a reason why that song was written. Amen, because there is power in the name and in the love of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And the Bible declares in 1 John 4, 16, it says this, God is love. Say, God is love. Amen. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God. So we have to learn to abide in his love to abide in him, right? That's what the Bible instructs us to do. Praise the name of the Lord. Now let's take a look at one of the Bible's most quoted verses. John 3.16. We all know that verse. You better know it. For God so loved. He did. He so what? 
God so loved the world that he gave, hallelujah, his only begotten son, that whosoever, that's you and I today. We're the whosoever's in that verse. That whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Hallelujah. You know, that's good news to me. Hallelujah. That God loved me so much that he sent Jesus to pay the ultimate price that we might have everlasting life. God's love and grace truly are glory. We can't sing enough about the glory of God's love and his grace. But do we really fully understand the love and grace of God? Do we really fathom the love and the grace of God today? You know, there's a lot of facets to God's love. Amen. You know, it's like a, a multifaceted diamond glistening in its brilliance. Hallelujah. Like every star in the universe. Amen. When you go out there at night on a clear night, you see all those stars. And the Word of God says God knows them all by name. Wow. Every single one. And guess what? He knows you by your name. Hallelujah. He knew you before you were even a twinkle in your daddy's eye. Hallelujah. All your members written in his book. That's powerful. Praise the name of the Lord. The Shekinah glory. Think about that a minute. The Shekinah glory that shone on Moses' face after his burning bush experience. Everything that God made, everything that he has made, amen, was made by his love and his grace for his glory, for his use, and for his vision. Praise the name of the Lord. God is good. Now, just before Christ's ascension, amen, just before the love of the Father lifted Jesus back to his rightful place at God's right hand on that glorious throne. Hallelujah. Jesus commissioned you and I. Jesus commissioned the entire church. And the commission isn't just for pastors, not just for leaders. Amen. But the commission, amen, is for each and every one of us, every believer, every blood-bought saint. Hallelujah. And it's found, amen, in Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 through 20. Look what it says. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Teaching them. Teaching them. Teaching's important. That's why you've got the pathway class going on. Because it is important that you and I are scholars of the word of the living God. That we get it in us, man. It becomes a part of us. Amen. Hallelujah. A part of the very fiber of our being. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Amen. Woo! Glory to God. He's with us. 
to the end of the age. Glory to God. In Matthew, when a crafty lawyer tried to test Jesus, can you imagine? A lot of people tried to do that. Just blew up in their faces. By asking him what the greatest commandment was. This was Jesus' response to him in Matthew 22, verses 37 through 40. Matthew 27, 37 through 40. You got it up there? Okay, we're going to look it up then. There we go. Matthew 22, verses 37 through 40 says this. And Jesus said unto them, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. Oh, there it is. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And with all thy soul and with all thy mind. Woo! Hallelujah. Bible says you and I got to have on the mind of Christ. Right? Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. That helps. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. On those two alone hang all the law and the prophets. Hallelujah. What greater way to love our neighbors or anyone else for that matter, amen, than to share the good news of Jesus Christ and to teach them how to walk in His ways, how to keep from straying from the right hand to the left. Hallelujah. How to prevent them from getting distracted. Very easy to do. Hallelujah. This is why we need to stand firm and steadfast because the world needs you. Say, the world needs me. Hallelujah. God gave us that responsibility. This is why Paul wrote this to the Ephesians chapter 3, verses 17 through 21. We got that up there? There it is. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through what? Faith. you got to have faith or it doesn't work. Being rooted and grounded in what? Love. Woo! Hallelujah. May be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and the length and the depth and the height. Wow. That's powerful. To know the love of Christ which passes knowledge. Hallelujah. You'll never be able to figure it out completely. Don't even try because I guarantee you, you'll blow a fuse. That you may be filled. Listen. Woo, 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 woo. That you may be filled with all the fullness of the living, almighty, glorious God. Woo. Hallelujah. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Woo! That is powerful. 
God is good. Amen. Hallelujah. See, it should always be a desire that God would glorify himself in us and through us. Hallelujah. The world out there needs to see Jesus in us. Hallelujah. They need to see a change. Praise the name of the Lord. Because when we're saved, a change takes place. At least it should. Hallelujah. Going to church, amen, is simply one of the ways we reciprocate that love that God has. That's a benefit, hallelujah. But what are, that's a benefit God has for you and I. But what are we doing for Him? See, we always come and we ask God for stuff. Amen. But what are we giving Him? Do we ever say, hey, God, what do you want? What do you, God, here I, here I am, send me. Hallelujah. Now, looking through His eyes of love, Hallelujah. Not sorrow's eyes. His eyes of love. In Genesis, quite some time after the initial fall into sin, when Adam and Eve sinned, amen, while all the known world had corrupted themselves according to the word of God, one man remained faithful to God, and it paid off, thank God. We can all thank God for Noah. Amen. Genesis 6, 5 through 8. Look what it says. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth. I think he's seeing that today too. And that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. That's pretty sad. And the Lord was sorry. This is really a sad verse right here. And the Lord was sorry that he'd made man on the earth. And he was grieved in his heart. Can you imagine? God was sorry and grieved in his heart that he even made man. Whoa. The Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping thing and birds of the air, for I am sorry, he said it again, that I have made them. Whoa. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Thank God. Grace is an extension, amen, of God's love. Another facet of God's love. It was through Noah's Life, amen, and obedience to God and God's reciprocating love to mankind. Mankind was given a second chance. Thank God for that. He could have just said, okay, this is it. But he gave us another chance. You know why? Because he looked out over eternity and he saw each and every one of our faces. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He saw people that he would be able to rise up in the last days, an army of warriors to use for his glory. God is still looking for faithful, perfect hearts. And we got a lot of work to do ourselves. Amen. Because when you think about the term, the word perfect, 
You know, that's really a tall order, considering. Faithfulness is a tall order because according to the Word of God, our hearts are wicked by nature. Our hearts are prone to do bad things. But the love and grace of God can change hearts and increase faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we need an increase of faith, especially in the day and age that you and I are living in. The widow with the issue of blood needed love and grace. Amen. She stepped out in faith. If you can picture the scene, the crowd. Amen. Hallelujah. And she got her blessing after 12 years of suffering. A couple of years back. Amen. I was diagnosed with uh, two times. I had pulmonary embolism. Now, if you don't know what that is, that's when your lungs fill up with blood clots. And the first 72 hours is fatal. So a couple years back, I, I had that two times. More recently, when I, when I came back from the Philippines, amen, I went to the doctor because I had an MRI done before I went to the Philippines. And you know how you always go back to the doctor and you're going, yeah, Lord, hallelujah, victory in Jesus. And you're believing for a good report, right? All the time. And the doctor goes, you have hairy cell leukemia. So I was diagnosed with hairy cell leukemia. Now, that doesn't mean God loves me any less. But what it does mean is I need to cling closer and closer to Him. And a lot of times that's why He allows trials into our lives simply because He wants us right here. Hallelujah. Mary Magdalene, a condemned prostitute, needed love and grace. Jesus rescued her, saved her, and she became a faithful disciple. Hallelujah. The woman at the well needed love and grace. Amen. She was going through husbands like babies go through pampers. Those three and so many others needed to see themselves in a different light. They needed to see themselves differently. Not as the world was looking at them, but as God was seeing them. God's eyes of love, just like you and I do, no longer destitute, no longer outcast, and no longer forgotten, but washed, cleansed, changed by the love of God incarnate. Jesus showed them how and what they could be. Hallelujah. Now, if we're going to be honest, we live in a very messed up world today. And so like our free, three ladies, amen, sad may be the song you've sung. Or sad may be the song you're singing today. Maybe life hasn't been the bowl of cherries that you've expected it to be. 
Sometimes, even as believers, our fields of dreams can be overtaken by thorns and weeds. And it's our attitude that determines our altitude. Just ask the beggar Lazarus, passed over by a rich man in Luke chapter 16. You know, maybe you, you have a, a low self-esteem. A lot of people do. Just ask Gideon, who is branded the son of a strange woman. The son of a harlot. And rejected by his brethren. Who said his family was the least in Israel in the book of Judges. How about Moses, who didn't feel he was qualified to go and speak for the people before Pharaoh? Maybe you feel as though you've just been passed over and forgotten, like Joseph. Maybe you feel weak, alone, and condemned because of past mistakes. You know, the devil's real good at kicking dirt up in our faces, right? He's real good at reminding us of the sordid past that many of us have come out of. But we all know what we do about that. We all know that when he reminds us of our past, we remind him of, our, of his future. Woo! Hallelujah. We remind him of that. <clears throat> Such was the case with Israel in Nehemiah's day. Look what Nehemiah 8, 9, and 10 says. <clears throat> Got it up there? There it is. Before the Lord you God, for the people had all been weeping as they listened to the words of the law. Then Nehemiah, the governor, Ezra the priest, and scribe, and the Levites who were interpre interpreting for the people said to them, listen close, because this is a word for us today. Don't mourn or weep on such a day as this, for today is a sacred day before the Lord your God. For the people had all been weeping as they listened to the words of the law, because they'd known they fell so far from the law. Amen. They were ashamed when they began to hear how they'd backslidden. And Nehemiah continued. Go and celebrate with a feast of rich foods and sweet drinks and share gifts of food with people who have nothing prepared. This is a sacred day before the Lord. Don't be dejected and sad. For the joy, for the what? Joy. The joy of the Lord is your what? Strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Hallelujah. Hodabashamah. Let's not just let the joy of the Lord be our strength, but let's let the love of God be our strength as well. Amen. Sarah, Hannah, Rebecca, Elizabeth, all barren for a season. Sad was their song. But they trusted God, the faithfulness of God, the love of God, and all became fruitful. Their lives changed forever. Hallelujah. See, God wants to change lives. God is still in the life-changing business today. 
He has not changed. Hallelujah. Psalm 35. For his anger, man, am I glad about this one. For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may last through the night, but joy comes in the morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Psalm 30, verse 11. You have turned my mourning into joyful dancing. You have taken away my clothes of mourning and clothed me with joy. Hallelujah. Glory. Lastly, so we have to see ourselves the way he does. See, God doesn't see failure. When, when, when God looks at you, it doesn't matter what you even think of yourself, but when God looks at you, he doesn't see failure, he sees potential. He doesn't see defeat, he sees victory. Hallelujah. God was more concerned about, if God was more concerned about our past than our future, we'd all be in trouble. God created us individual, individually with a purpose and a plan in mind. You know, we might not see that, though. We may not see it, but we can know it and be confident in it. Look what Jeremiah 29, 11 through 14 says. <clears throat> now look at this. Suck this in. Eat this. Breathe it in. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster. To give you a future and a hope. In those days when you pray, I will listen. If, there's, a, there's the word, I call if the big, big little word. Okay, the I-F, if. It says, if you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. Hallelujah. I will be found by you, says the Lord. I will end your captivity and restore your fortunes. I will gather you out of the nations where I've sent you and will bring you home again to your own land. Even when we stray, amen, and sometimes we do, God will bring us home again. Hallelujah. Because he's so, so, so good. Seeking God with all of our hearts is, is actually the key to the whole thing. Amen. If we're to be set free from our places of captivity, if we are to experience all the love that God has, which passes knowledge, you're God's canvas. 
picture yourself as a canvas on the easel of God. Amen. Where he paints the beautiful colors of your life with strokes of love and grace. You're a fine piece of clay being molded on the master's potter's wheel. Hallelujah. He's working on you. You feel a few jabs here and there, going through a little bit of fire, a few trials. He's working on you. He's building you. He's shaping you. He's forming you into something glorious. Hallelujah. There's only one you. Turn to your neighbor and say, there's only one you. Hallelujah. Now turn to him and say, maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Look what David wrote in Psalm 139.14. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. How well, or your workmanship is marvelous, how well I know it. Wow. How well I know it. So let's, you know, we need to have that faith and the same confidence that David did. So let's take David's word for it, shall we? Let's take David's word for it. By the grace of God, by the love of God, and not worry about what anybody else says about us because because we're perfect through his eyes of love. Amen. And, you know, for those of you, you know, we never have to wait till altar call to come to the altar. We can come any time. We're invited by the Holy Spirit Anytime we feel the need, the touch, amen, to come here and get before the Lord. Amen. We hope you were blessed by this message. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and share with your friends on Instagram. Remember to tag us at Praise Chapel Sia. See you next time. Have a great week.